This episode of Codecast is brought to you by Agora Code Community. We're connecting developers one line of code at a time. For more information, visit our website. It's agoracode.community. Like us on Facebook, Agora Code Community, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We're at Code Agora. This episode is also brought to you by Renegade Media, which is your leading Zambian agency for everything digital marketing. Welcome to the third episode of Codecast. I'm your host. My name is um, Kuma, and I'm joined by my co-host, who is Elias Perry. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have a guest. I'll let him introduce himself. Yeah. Um, my name is Mbuyu. I'm a developer at Bongo High. All right. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. That's the shortest intro we've had. Yeah, so, you know, right? Like I was, I was actually like just waiting for like. Oh, the whole intro. Yeah. Like, you know, the Twitter, the Instagram. Yeah. The no, trend. no, no. It's usually the trend where people come here and stuff. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out. You know what I mean? So yeah, on today's episode, guys, we're talking about cloud, the cloud generally, the infrastructure that kind of builds the cloud, and what developers can do with this awesome technology. You know. So I guess without further ado, um, oh, Wesley and Cynthia send their apologies. Uh, they're not able to make it today. Yeah. Uh, but they will join us for the next episode. Yeah. So today. Okay, guys, we're talking about the cloud. Um, the usual. Let's go around the table and basically just talk about what the, what we feel like the cloud is. Okay. I think we'll we'll start with Mbuyu. I mean, being the being the guest. Yeah. <laughs> and we can. We, we can we can move from there. It's unscripted, guys. This is an unscripted podcast, and um, you can all hold short. My basic understanding of cloud um, services and computing itself is just um, an infrastructure that supports um, developers in that it gives you resources such as computing uh, resources. So. Um, Instead of you having to buy your own server and put it in, in a room somewhere, you can just simply uh, purchase. <laughs> Are you afraid of getting too technical? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I ask you to help him out? Okay, uh, I'll try and improve uh, on that. If I get too technical, then I'll throw it your way. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like, uh, yeah, basically, uh, cloud computing is like the, how can I put it, the way in which uh, you don't have to have, like Mbui um, was alluding to, uh, a server in a room uh, that is doing all your computing, running all your uh, server and uh, software, and uh, it's basically running uh, on, how can I put it, a remote uh server that is offered up to developers as a service yes so to say yes yeah you know i wonder if someone can describe uh the cloud without using the word server well i know it's 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 difficult it okay server is basically just a computer that is sitting somewhere that is doing everything so if if you have a laptop technically you could use that laptop as a server server, yeah. yeah but then you know we have these companies that have built you know computers specifically to run as servers mm-hmm. and that are like you know doing the cloud computing for you all right, all right. Yeah. cool 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 uh you know i i i once read a very interesting uh, perspective of what the cloud is and uh, this was like for the layman uh, and it was described as okay like it basically started from the point where you don't think about the cloud like a big puffy fluffy white thing thing in oh, the sky yeah yeah like, <laughs> It's it's nothing to do with that. It's yeah. it's basically as something as simple as your phone, 
connecting with another device and not like an interconnection that's similar to how the internet works basically. yeah 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 I, I think due to the technicalities of everything you sort of get lost in the jargon yeah. but it's it's basically just you using someone's computer to put your um web files or oh, yeah or yeah. your files or your web application yeah. and if anyone uses stuff like uh google drive yeah. or apple What's it called? iCloud. iCloud. Yeah. I, I have an iPhone. Dropbox. Let's let's talk that. Every episode, uh, <laughs> iPhone battle. <laughs> no, but yeah, like so, yeah, like 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 you said, like it's basically just the services that uh, you're using. Kind of like yeah, like the internet is basically just a collection of no. devices. Yeah, devices, devices interconnected. It's like a network of networks, as they say. Yeah, yeah. and this kind of spins into uh, our one our one uh, piece of tech news uh, we're gonna do for this particular episode, mm-hmm. and that's GitHub getting acquired by Microsoft. Big which news. I personally didn't see coming. Neither did I. Neither did I. I, I don't know if anyone saw that coming. No, I, 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 like the news started to come out like I think a day or it, or two. Yeah, I think at that days, point yeah. it was already like cemented. It yeah, and we were just hearing rumors. It, yeah. Exactly. And at first I thought it was one of those things. Hmm. And uh, okay, I, like I'm not the biggest fan of Microsoft when it comes to anything to do with open source. I, obviously, for obvious reasons. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you you will realize that, and I hope we don't digress. That the last few years, Microsoft is the biggest contributor to open source, even more than Google. Yeah, well, that is quite. Sorry. Uh, so I, I was just gonna say, I think the fear is not so much that it's Microsoft purging it, as it is um, one of the big companies. Because, like right now, one of the conversations in Silicon Valley is. Uh, the, everything belongs to one of the big five, and we've yeah. talked about the big five before, right? So, like GitHub was like one of those like safe havens for developers, yeah. and now it's part of Microsoft, which is one of the big five, and now people are like, well, now what are we left with, yeah. right? And to uh, what what uh, GitLab's credit, like they 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 yeah, use like yourself. they use this as an opportunity. <laughs> like developers yeah, have been well. flocking there. They just announced a deal with Xcode with Apple. Like it's it's yeah. But guys, what do developers have to be scared of? I think the biggest problem here is maybe the company culture changing. Yeah. But that that doesn't really affect how you store your code. Exactly. Are you, are you guys, are people afraid that Microsoft will suddenly start putting restrictions on your code? You have to start paying for. GitHub needs to update. update I think in terms of like people being afraid of Microsoft, it's more of like history. Like mm, people, yeah. you remember. Um, I think his name was Steve something. Yes, yes. he once said, um, "Open source is, is is a plague. It's a disease, right?" Mm-hmm. So it's that um, fear that people people have carried on, and mm-hmm. the moment they announced that, everyone was just like, "Okay, I think you, you guys need to deeper into the history, like uh, not even just history, like just the recent change huh? mm-hmm. after Steve Ballmer when he was handing over to who's the current CEO now of Microsoft again?" Uh, Sun- no, 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 it's, no, it's, uh, it's yeah, but like it's okay. at the risk of Saudi race, it's a similar, like, you know, yeah, I, I, I forget, uh, and I guess we'll be we'll be reminded later. Yeah, um, when he was handing over uh, his words, uh, he said, "I'm I'm from a different generation. We are moving into an era where the cloud is taking its place in the industry." I'm not the person to drive Microsoft to drive Microsoft into that era, 
So that's why he was handing over. Yeah. And uh, basically, since since Steve Ballmer left, mm. have you noticed that Microsoft has it's it's taken a different direction? Yeah. There's been yeah. a shift, yeah. even in terms of uh, their platforms and how they are opening up a lot more. The relationship with Linux. Yeah. Even relationship with developers yeah. is changing. Exactly. So like, I don't really feel like it's something that people should really be afraid of. Yeah. And I guess we could kind of get into. Um, what some of the obvious uses of cloud, the cloud infrastructure are. If Microsoft sees it as a way into the in, into an environment where they can compete with everybody else, what is it that we use the cloud for that is such a big deal that changes the whole ecosystem of the company? And I think yeah. it's worth pointing out that Azure is the biggest cloud platform, if I'm not mistaken. Do you know that GitLab not is AWS. using no. Azure? I, I think AWS actually yeah. also runs on Azure. <laughs> Really? I, I, I don't, I, let, let me check. Yeah. Don't quote me on that at yeah. the risk of, yeah, but like uh, Azure is, is, is a lot bigger than people give, give, it, give it credit for. I know we touched on this in uh, the previous episode. We're talking about um, uh, how the Internet of Things and um, um, net neutrality and uh, uh, vendor lock-ins and that sort of stuff. And we touched on uh, the Internet of Things, how these devices are connected to each other, how you can communicate with your smart home, how you can communicate with uh, your device, how you can have everything from one place. And th- th- this, this, this is kind of the basis for the cloud, yeah? Like, how, 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 how can we make people understand that the cloud is in their hands? I don't know, I don't know if that makes sense. Okay, like it's not some demon somewhere. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it's not a demon. Yeah. Like they, people use it on a daily basis. Like, it's in the simplest of uses. Like even just your your pictures when you lose your phone and you you get a new phone just enter your email address and mm-hmm. suddenly, suddenly your phone is like there like you never lost your data like yeah, yeah. where do you think Google the data go goes and stuff yeah <laughs> like I think this is this is something that uh, it, as we're growing into the culture of you know shifting more and more towards the cloud like people are going to start to realize that even when they don't realize they're using the cloud. Yeah, are using the cloud. Like it's one of those things. Uh, like uh, we look at uh, how, like uh, on a, one of our previous episodes, we we're looking at how uh, you get locked into your ecosystems and mm-hmm. whatnot, and it's it's easier to transfer things because like you have your Google Drives and you have your whatnot, right? These are things that people don't realize are just like cloud services being used to their benefit, at least in some cases. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe we should have like. Uh, sorry, uh, maybe we should have like a, like a different name, like a different way of calling the cloud. Hmm. Yeah, well, the, the question is, you know, the, they called it the cloud for a reason. That's easy. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's got that stigma to it. Like, yeah. so it's changing the name really going to change the stigma. Nah, yeah. But, yeah. but I guess not. just a question, like, what, what makes it different from... You know, back in the day when you have a website and it's somewhere, you know, like uh, not really different. Okay, my perspective, and uh, I, yeah, we disagree with me. Uh, my perspective is it's not all that different. I think what's changed is just the resources and the power, like, okay. you, like you defined. Yeah. Like you can do so much more. Before it was just a website and it could just be static. Now you could have like your your web, your your databases, your your underlying infrastructure on the cloud. Now. We talk about something, and I think only um, the, techni- the technical people may understand this term, but we're talking about infrastructure as a service, uh, software as a service, platform as a service. So think about it this way. Before, uh, you had your, your server in your server room. 
now your server is on the internet, which mm -hmm. and it, you can scale easily. Like you can literally just go and dial up a knob. Like I have two gigs, I want six. So yeah. I can cater for my drastic increase in users. Yeah. So it's supposed to help you save money as well. Yeah. So it, so you scale at one pace. Yeah. Uh, getting in like I think we're getting into pros of of cloud. Of cloud. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah. That, that's one question someone asked me, and at that point I was like, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll leave it for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah, like I I feel like that is like the biggest pro, right? Yeah. It's first of all, it's a lot cheaper. It's easier to scale up. Well, think about think about the cost of like getting your own server. Okay, let's and let's let's shoot numbers. Let's shoot numbers. Um, I I I had the opportunity of seeing an invoice for a server, uh, a modern server, mm -hmm. and uh, it's a uh, it's um it's a Dell unit, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, it's about. 14 terabytes, I guess. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be used for redundancy purposes. Mm -hmm. So, uh, two servers, same specs. Mm -hmm. One is the primary link, then the other one is the backup. Mm -hmm. So they're constantly syncing and saving data. Mm -hmm. And uh, one unit of this costs about um, 500,000 kwacha. Yeah? Okay. Mm -hmm. It's about one unit. And I'm, I'm, this is just for that particular spec. Okay. You know, it could yeah. be less, it could be more. So, if I get that, I'm set for how many years? Like, but if you're talking about scale, fourteen terabytes. Yeah. Well, it's it's, it's not just that's the thing. Like, if you're if you've got a server, it's not just about uh, the 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 space you have, right? It's about how uh, it deals with the traffic coming in and the traffic going out. You have to think about things uh, like, uh, I mean, when when you have really powerful machines that can deal with that kind of traffic you have to think of things like server like server rooms like that oh, kind of thing cooling. like server rooms are there yeah cooling. server rooms are there for a reason like these machines run really hot so you need to have you know that kind of environment that's going to cool it down you need to you need to have things like ups's that you know take care of like power failures and Considering we're living in Zambia, that is a serious con consideration today. Yeah. So the costs don't just come with just getting just a server. Getting the server. Yeah, it comes with getting the server, having the environment for the server to run well, dealing with both incoming and outgoing traffic, mm -hmm. and then there's the infrastructure of the internet in the country that we have to deal with. Yeah. Right, but that doesn't change. Well, I'm sorry, I'm kind of being an antagonist here because yeah. I know everything you're talking about. Yeah. I'm an advocate for uh, infrastructure, <laughs> but, but I, I, I just I just want to get you thinking about uh, the because we're talking pros and cons of yeah. hosting our services in the cloud, using the cloud, everything. It's easy on our mobile devices because uh, you know Wi-Fi, data. You know you do it as and when you want to do mm -hmm. it. But for a, a running business that needs to be online, mm -hmm. we're talking about uptime. Whether it's your servers in your server room or mm -hmm. using an internet with a server on the internet, mm -hmm. we still have an issue of uptime. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. Our, like you said, our internet landscape here, yeah, it doesn't change. Yeah, it doesn't change, but um, I'm looking at it from the perspective of, uh, okay, maybe let me give like a use case. I feel like that's the best way, the way to express it. So you say we have a company, right? And it's dependent on like, you know, uptime, like you say, like it, it's, it's always online and we have all this traffic, right? So say we start out small, say we start out with say the Lusaka population as the people that are accessing it, okay? 
once you start to scale up, that means you have to buy more servers. Mm -hmm. Okay, more servers means you have to change the infrastructure of your server room. It also means you have to like there are all these like costs. Yeah, more personnel. That, yeah, exactly. Like all these things have to be managed. And looking at the pros of cloud computer, uh, cloud computing, like Mbuyu said, you have a dial and you're like, okay, six GB isn't doing it anymore. Yeah. I'm gonna up it to ten. Okay, and yeah, you're gonna pay more, but it's drastically less than you pay to buy a new server. And to upgrade yeah. your server room, and also just the, 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 the startup cost in terms of like starting a business. Yeah, and yeah. Because yeah. yeah. imagine, yeah. imagine if I um, I'm a okay, I'm a small business and all that, mm -hmm. and say I am serving a minimum of five thousand people. Mm -hmm. It's I can just simply sort of like calculate based on the traffic that I might receive for that particular. For that particular duration, mm -hmm. and I can select um, a certain uh, sort of configuration that fits my user case, mm -hmm. where I don't have to spend so many resources. It's it's it, it, it cloud computing really makes it easier for a, a, any person to just simply click one button, mm -hmm. enter their credit card details, and you're already running. Ah, the but credit now, card yeah. details. Yeah, <laughs> so I, guess, I guess now we're getting into security conversations. And for me, I was more, well, card information, that's a different level of security. That's that's, that, that's on the user end. Yeah. But what about security on uh, the infrastructure end? Okay. Like, you're, you're keeping your data in the cloud. Yeah. If it's in your server room, you have a lot more control. You can set firewalls. Like, you, you, you control what level of security you have for that room. Yeah. Or what about in the cloud? What guarantee do we have? So that's that's like again like the big con, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, you're, you're surrendering like all your, your company like data. company data to, to a third someone, party. Yeah. yeah. So another Facebook. Yeah. Exactly. So when when, oh, when when I think when, a disclaimer we have to mention that um, Buyu is one of the co-leads of uh, the developer circles. Yeah. Disclaimer. Uh, yeah. Disclaimer. So, <laughs> but yeah. on this show, his opinions are his own yeah. and not from uh, the company. company. Yeah. Yes. But like yeah, so like security, right? You surrender all your company information to a third party. What happens if that third party is compromised? You, you you basically have no control, and it's not just like giving up control in terms of security. What if access? Like remember when when um, AWS was down last? I think it was last year or two years ago. How yeah. long the internet was was off? Like most of the services, like pin interest, you couldn't access. Yeah, them. dude. Like there were there were like like there were there were issues on so many other companies because of them running on so AWS. Also yeah. Although one could argue it's the same thing if you lose power and your genset is not working. Yeah, but then you see that's that's where the control comes in, right? Mm. Like you have control, control well, or at least you have more control. Yeah. yeah, you have more control over what is happening when the server is your own. But like when it's a cloud service, like uh, not really related to like cloud services, but like in 20... 20, is it 2012 or 2011? PSN was down for like a month. Yeah. Like a PlayStation Network. Oh. And, uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, like just like just to give you context of how like they 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 the the company they were running their servers with was hit by multiple DDoS. DDoS attacks. Yeah. And they were down for a month. Wow. Now 
PlayStation is no like minnow. Okay, this is a huge company, and they the their their primary service for their 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 PlayStation brand was down for a month. That means you couldn't play games online. That means you couldn't purchase games online. That means like it was a big deal, and they they lost a ton of revenue. So that just shows how when you don't have that control and when things are out of your hands, what do you, yeah, yeah. That, that, that means you have one of two options, wait for the third party to fix it or go through the process of migrating to another cloud service. And even then you the still have, yeah, you have the same, same challenges. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Same, same challenges. And uh, I think to bring it closer to home, these are the same challenges you have even with just your ordinary website. I mean, your your hosting service will promise you ninety nine, and I think I've noticed this. Most of them say ninety nine percent uptime. Exactly, but they still experience <laughs> a lot of lapses. No one percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anyone can promise a hundred percent. No, you yeah. can't. But then, it, my 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 thing is basically that sometimes it's a lot more than just one percent. Yeah. But you just don't see it, and it's the same risk. If your website is down, how do people get information about you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not the same scale, obviously, like PSN, but it's, yeah, it, it, affects it, it does still, affect. Yeah. But um, I think one of the biggest pros, from my perspective, is just how uh, cloud platforms, especially for developers, has reduced the development time. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll get into this later when we talk about containers and how they're kind of doing rounds on the internet and helping people develop faster. Yeah. Uh, let's talk. Um, uh, streamlining the process of development. We do requirements engineering, we do uh, design, and then we go into development, we go into testing, we go into maintenance, we go into all that stuff. Like, the cloud has made it seamless. You host your code with GitHub or whatever. Mm-hmm. That could be linked to another platform yeah. which handles your user requirements. Exactly. And that way, from the comfort of your desk, you've got a bird's eye view of everything. The whole, the whole the cycle. Whole, the whole shebang. Yeah, like... Yeah. Yeah, like that's cool. That that is, and like as as developers, that is one of the like big pros when it comes to like cloud services, cloud yeah. services. and working remotely and collaboration. Know, right? That's that's yeah. that's revolutionary for me. Yeah. That's hands down. I'll use the cloud. <laughs> yeah, Give like me that. <laughs> like I remember, like uh, in 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 second year at university, like trying to collaborate. Like manually, like guys. Hey, listen, I'll tell you a story about my worst collaboration ever. <laughs> you guys, they're doing a project, a Java project, yeah. without any collaboration, dude. That's that's, that's crazy. Suicide, though, it's, it's crazy. So I'll tell you guys after I, for the listeners. I don't know if you guys will have a <laughs> the story, but uh, the guys in the studio will. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So I guess. Um, what, what, what really makes up the cloud? I mean, what kind of infrastructure are we talking about here? I, and I think maybe this section is a lot more for the, the technical mm-hmm. mind, yeah. and maybe not the layman, but what's the underlying infrastructure, the technology? What are we talking about? Okay. Uh, okay, in terms of like the underlying infrastructure, well, I'll put it in, in, lemma's, in lemon's form. It's, you basically have a computer that is simulating other computers. Mm. Yeah. So, um, so would you say it's like a virtual machine on not only a on my computer? It's like somewhere else. Mm. Yes, it's a computer somewhere else, a large computer uh, somewhere else. Um, back in the day, they used to call them mainframes. Yeah. yeah. I was like, <laughs> so confusing in my early days. Huh? I was like, wait, is a mainframe different from a server? <laughs> yeah. yeah like, but it was just that like naming <laughs> convention. And I bet you it's Apple's fault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know you're trying to bake me, but I know. <laughs> so, um, the infrastructure is just a, a, a computer which has been configured, specially manufactured to handle so many users. Um, but we've moved sort of from that one computer only giving um, resources to a particular set of people to like one computer sort of creating virtual computers, mm -hmm. which then sort of multiplies how, how many, much power, yeah. how much yeah. power it can it, uh, it has and how many people it can service. So um, I don't want to dive into virtual machines because that's like another uh, like a yeah, wilderness. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's how most most, most of these um, cloud computing services are sort of established. Mm, okay, yeah, that's cool. So um, I I think my first uh, my first um, uh, my first hack at the cloud, basically from a developer's perspective, was uh, obviously I think we played around Firebase. Yeah, yeah. Around Firebase, uh, it's a Google technology for everybody that doesn't know what it is. And I think the moment you decided to start using a platform like GitHub, you basically start yeah, using yeah, cloud services, exactly. version control, and that sort of thing. So yeah, and I think version control was my first step at Actually, using cloud services. Mine too. Mine yeah. too. Yeah, like it was, it was, it was kind of that like uh, aha moment, you know, yeah. where you you you've been doing stuff one way for so long, and then you're introduced to this technology, and it just makes. So much, so much of yeah. like uh, what you're doing, and, and you ask yourself like, what why? Have yeah, I've been, been doing. doing exactly. yeah. I, had this, I had the same reaction uh, the first time that I, I set up um, a repository there. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it it was always I always used to think it was that place where you find like libraries and you know like tutorials, mm. and and yeah. until I realized it, it really helps in ensuring that um, I do not lose uh, my work. Yeah, yeah, and also makes it easy for other people to collaborate and um, with you but so it's it was really really a powerful interaction with like such a service um which has really made everyone's lives better yeah until they like for me for me like this guy doesn't like it. <laughs> I see this now. <laughs> yeah, but like, like yeah, <laughs> but like yeah, like uh, like like you like I think this is true for like most of us. Like from a developer perspective, uh, like our first interaction with like using uh, the cloud to kind of streamline our work was uh, you, you know using uh, repositories. Funny story. My first repo wasn't GitHub. It was actually Bitbucket. Mm. Uh, that's that's the first yeah that's the first one I worked with and then I shifted to GitHub because I mean it's GitHub. That's too useful that you even up to today. Yeah, well, I, I I haven't used Bitbucket in years, honestly. Like since I moved to GitHub, I've been using GitHub like almost exclusively. I've I've used uh I've used GitLab one or two times, but like most of like the projects I work on, like GitHub is like my main repo. Yeah. Uh, there have been a, I think, uh, like a few projects that I've worked on with other people where they're the ones taking lead and they have a repo. Uh, like for example, Broma was working with Bitbucket, so I was working with Bitbucket uh, with them. But like, uh, it's 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 one of those things where just the underlying you know technology and infrastructure of it 
altogether just changed how, Change uh, how you thought yeah. about it. Like things as simple, things that we overlook, things as simple as rolling back, you know, to Changes. a previous yeah, yeah, to a previous version. Like that that saved me at a certain point in more ways than you can imagine because you know, when you when you work on something for so long and then you realize Damn, I broke so many things. Yeah, I've got a question for you. Yeah. When was this revolution? When did, uh, this, when did your perspective change? Uh, I'd say, do you want the exact time? Or? Just a year. Um, 2011 or 12? No. What about you? First time diving into... Let's just say version control. Let's start with version control. Yeah. Um, embarrassingly, it's, it was 20... 15. That's not embarrassing, believe me, it's not. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you guys something. Yeah, While we were discovering, and uh, this is this is what is this, this is what pains me about how ridiculously behind we are, yet this technology is at our fingertips already. Mm. 2015, 2011, 2012. I can tell you that around 2013, uh, a company called Docker was starting. And this was re- revolutionary, uh, whatever. This is like changing. <laughs> it's now <laughs> shifting, yeah. shifting the pendulum. Is, sorry, guys. Some words are too big. <laughs> this is like help you revolutionizing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what he said. <laughs> what he said. It's me and military. <laughs> <laughs> what he said uh, was changing what you were having an epiphany about. Mm-hmm. So the way we host software, the way we uh, have, uh, the way our applications work, the way we deploy. The way we ship to our different users, the way we host was actually changing at that point. And we went from like a zero to a hundred, like almost immediately. Like, think about it this way. We talk about um, virtual machines, yeah? Which is just basically abstracting an environment on your PC and you can yeah. do whatever you want without uh, hurting your, your primary system or whatever. So now, at this point, uh, we, ha- we now have what we call containers coming into the mix. Mm-hmm. Now... Containers go a step further by isolating different user spaces in the same environment. Yeah. So like you can ship one application on one user space, another one on another user space, but on the same machine. And you can basically deploy anywhere. Any kind of environment. Don't need to worry about that. Yeah. Like even if someone came and said, I want to use it, they don't need to set up an environment on their PC. It's already there. Yeah. Like that was happening starting twenty thirteen, and we were just getting into version control. That I, I think this is where this is where the aspect of like internet penetration comes in. I feel like that mm. that needed to be addressed because like we are we've reached a point where like internet penetration is so good. no it's good not great good so you you can explore these things. So I think it it would be fair to also have that in mind because mm-hmm. um, I remember like the first time I tried out version control was that was back in, in, in university at CBU mm-hmm. and it was in a lab and that lab um, the good part is that we knew someone who was working in that lab and they could allow us to use the actual Ethernet cables which had really good internet mm-hmm. yeah yeah so it's 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 that uh, access to Quality, quality internet, internet allows you to explore. Explore, yeah. 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 Okay, so I yeah. see, I see two things here, and uh, and I, I I guess this is uh, digressing a little bit, but I think it might be necessary to talk about. Mm. Um, 
right now as developers, yeah, and I think we'll get into this later when we talk about what services are available, like what kind of um, help is there for developers to get into the cloud space and uh, experience the goodness that is there. And like movies talking about, there's a challenge of internet penetration. Yeah. And I think uh, I, I, we'll probably tweet about the, the latest stats from yeah. the sector with regards to how much internet penetration we have at the moment. Mm-hmm. But when we talk about like mobile devices, which are kind of becoming the, the norm. Right, so I think we'll cut out the silence here. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about uh, uh, devices and how people now are much more aware of smartphones than they used to be, but we're having a very slow uptake when it comes to everything else, like yeah. computers and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And I guess it's a step-by-step process. What is our role? First of all, as individuals and as organizations and, yeah, like what is our role in helping other people understand that these things are like right there? Hmm. Okay, that's very good. Apart from our ISPs and MSPs not helping us out, I mean, the 90%, is this 20% uh, uh, data rate? You know, like, data price is good. Like, yeah, that was really good, but I feel like they can do so much, much more. So much more, dude. Yeah. So much more. It's, 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 it's one of those things. Like, he's talking about, like, getting it to GitHub because of uh, internet penetration. I was lucky enough to be partnered with someone, shout out Shamai. Uh, who, who actually got into this technology himself and then, you know, basically uh, educated me on how we can use this technology to kind of move forward. So I think at a, a granular level, like individually, I think that it helps, like being able to like share what you know, like sharing your knowledge. And I think this is something that we've talked about uh, you know, I, I think I've talked to you about it and I've talked to you about it. How, you know, talking about your experiences as a developer, no matter, so yeah, much, so no matter how granular, no matter how insignificant it may seem, might push someone into a direction uh, that is going to make them a better developer and is going to therefore make the software in, in the country better. Like we, 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 we talk about things like GitHub now, like they're the norm, but so many people don't, don't, know, don't know. So many people still don't use GitHub. Yeah. Don't know about version control, and it's, 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 it's kind of sad because it's not that they don't know about it because they just don't care. It's that thing. Like even when you're talking about internet, uh, uh, like internet not being as available as it could be. People that have internet aren't always looking towards that stuff. Someone is looking to solve the immediate problem that they have, whether it's solving an algorithm or, you know, finding out how to make their code better, refactoring codes, things like that. And they're not thinking about how to, you know, do things like work in teams and stuff like that. Because a lot of developers are still working on their own. Yeah. So, like, having that, you know, kind of, hey, dude, have you heard about this moment? Or, you know, you could use this to do this, you know. Yeah. It could uh, take us uh, exactly. a lot more. Yeah. Okay, uh, at this point, um, we break off a brief ad. This episode of CodeCast is brought to you by Agora Code Community. We're connecting developers one line of code at a time. For more information, visit our website. It's agoracode.community. Like us on Facebook, Agora Code Community. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We're at Code Agora. 
This episode is also brought to you by Renegade Media, which is your leading Zambian agency for everything digital marketing. Okay, guys, welcome back to episode three of Coldcast. Um, I'm joined by Mbuyu. Mbuyu, as a developer at Pongwire. Okay. <laughs> and my co host, as usual, Elias. <laughs> you should talk to me man. No, why? Can I can I do the like episode three like uh thing from uh what's the thing I wanna do? Oh. do it. Okay. Episode three. Okay. <laughs> it sounded a lot cooler in my head, guys. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those. Anyway, so today we're discussing the clouds, uh cloud infrastructure and um what 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 the cloud has in store for developers. And Elias mentioned something really cool before the break, and we were talking about um, how it could go a long way if we shared our stories with other developers to kind of help them uh, cross the line. Yeah. So I guess maybe this is a good opportunity to talk about some of the stuff that's available on all the different cloud services that allow developers to get in, maybe for free or maybe with uh, like different benefits mm-hmm. so that they can appreciate the services and stuff like that. And um, um, I know a number. I know GitHub has a student pack, which mm-hmm. I have used before, mm-hmm. and it's very beneficial. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Azure has one as well. Mm-hmm. I know AWS has yeah. one as well. They have edu- uh, AWS Educate. Educate. Yeah. Uh, and there's another company, um, JetBrains. Uh, yeah, JetBrains is uh, for their um, their IDE. Yeah, well, uh, the PHP Storm, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ruby Mine, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what the Python one is called, but for two years, I think it's two years. Mm-hmm. It's uh, also a student. It's also a student, so it's pack, a student yeah. pack, yeah. For two years, you can use any of their IDEs for free, like any of their platforms for free. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. I used it for two years. It only expired this year. I think Bitnami. Mm-hmm. Bitnami. Yeah. Bitnami. 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 No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's a uh, WordPress thing, yeah? yeah. Is it yeah. a WordPress thing? No. There's also a uh, digital ocean. Digital ocean as yeah. well, yeah. So maybe we could like explore some of them and like give developers a highlight on what exactly is available, what kind of services uh, they can benefit from. Uh, maybe we could start with AWS, which I know uh, Bongo Hype has kind of touched on. So that's something that you may know a lot about. Yeah. Um, so with with AWS, uh, which is a web hosting service by uh, Amazon, mm-hmm. if you bought anything on Amazon, you're part of hey, the system. I'm a serial shopper, man. <laughs> like I have stuff in my cart right now, waiting for money to hit my account. Aren't we all? So uh, with Amazon, you can uh, basically uh, spin your own servers just to test out uh, clouds, uh, cloud infrastructure. Um, it's really good. Um, we've been at work. We've been tra- playing around with um, the light server system, so it makes it makes the whole process of like spinning servers really simple. You don't need to be AWS certified to like uh, get to, into it. That, yeah, you can just spin your own server within like a minute. 
everything is yeah, all set up. Yeah, all set up. Uh, look, I'm, I'm not really gonna lie to anybody. Like, I've been through those Amazon services, man, mm-hmm. uh, and it's not the easiest. Like, you're saying simple, but it's not the <laughs> simplest yeah, to navigate. Trans- even just setting, even just wading your way through their website, looking at all the different <laughs> packages and servers available. Like, guys, that's a lot of jargon. Like, no, trust are there tutorials trust that allow you to learn. No, I, no, they're not. They're, there are tutorials. And there are courses, like actual courses, and courses, you, yeah. you get yeah. certified, you can even put it on your like, yeah. sitting room, you know. Oh, really? Like, like yeah, yeah, Udacity, yeah. Coursera? Yeah, Udacity, are Coursera. Those, are those free? Because I know, I know uh, Udemy has a bunch of free courses, yeah. uh, but I don't know if those are certified. Those are kind of just, from, from what I've seen, though, a lot of those are actually just explainer courses. Uh, they don't certify you, but I'm not sure. Uh, there is so a free certification. Th- Amazon does certification. Um, at one, there are um, developer conference. There's actually people who take exams whilst the conference is happening. Oh. Yeah, to be AWS certified. Oh. But um, they have lights, uh, light cell. Sorry, light cell, which really simplifies the whole process of spinning a server. If if you have have you if you have used uh, digital ocean before yeah I haven't but wait uh, I need to differentiate this and I know I'm supposed to be an experienced developer and I should know all this stuff <laughs> you guys I don't know everything Heroku Heroku yeah Heroku is Heroku digital ocean or the two hmm. separate entities uh, I, I I'm not sure I think I think I think they're different but Heroku might use digital ocean mm-hmm. because uh docker GitLab, gitlab slack those use digital ocean mm-hmm. the, that much i know uh, i'm not sure about uh heroku, heroku. yeah yeah uh, but it's possible i mean yeah i need to do my research on that so in in, in, like, in terms of like what the amazon education pack involves is sort of like gives you all the necessary training that you need in order to start your what they say, cloud com- cloud career. Mm-hmm. So um, you have personalized packs, you have knowledge packs, and, and you know, all this stuff. So if you have never sort of like thought of being um, uh, a cloud in- engineer, I, I think you, you should leverage. Guys, let me tell you something. A cloud engineer is just the millennial version of a systems administrator. <laughs> <laughs> Have to throw in the word. Come on, man! Why? It's like it's like a cloud engineer is not going to private school. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Like that—that uh, that is tweet no worthy shit. right there. That no is shit. that is no tweet shit. worthy right there. No <laughs> yeah, shit. You, you keep on throwing wow. words like DevOps and all that stuff. And I, I love DevOps. Yeah. I, I love DevOps, and I love the idea of improving processes and making them seamless. Yeah. I, I, I very much dislike the, I, the, 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 the way in which you move from platform to platform, doing the same thing, continuing the same process, mm-hmm. and then having to generate a report on the entire process after that. Like I feel like uh, we're at a place where the cloud is doing a lot more, it's so much that it's now up to us as developers kind of just fill in the gaps. Mm-hmm. And DevOps is something you should look into, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It's, 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 uh, honestly, that's something you need to look into. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe Eli should point out on like what um, GitHub is doing for people like who do not know how 
I was actually going to go into Google. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Maybe Ooh. I can do GitHub because I'm I'm still a benefit. It's not that it's not the word, it's the fact that I'm not a student anymore. I'm not you're sure. benefiting oh, from that. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm not afraid to say because I'm actually okay with paying for it. So yeah, it's yeah. Like, like, it's like seven dollars uh, a month, mm. and you still get unlimited private repos and that sort of thing. So mm. I could still pay for it. So I really don't mind. Mm. I mean, I pay for a bunch of stuff, I pay for a hundred gigabytes of. Uh, Google Cloud Storage, and it's only like a dollar ninety nine on a monthly basis. Dude, so I, I pay for Netflix and never watch it. Like <laughs> you guys are rich. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. <laughs> the stuff is affordable now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. For yeah. you and me that have the privilege of like having full time job, mm. I feel like seven dollars a month is it's not that much. It's 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 in comparison to how many how much benefit. Yeah, mm. and you see the thing is. Oh wow! When I when I signed up for GitHub, yeah, I was uh, in uni and uh, I still have my student account. Mm. And then I uh, shout out to Cite because Cite's owner told me about the education pack. Mm. Um, I looked into it and I got a bunch of like really good um, uh, features and platforms to test all my stuff just by virtue of me being a student and stuff. So for free for two years, you have unlimited private repos. Pretty, pretty much access to most of the premium stuff that uh, mm-hmm. GitHub has, and all this for free. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's cool. It's yeah. it's really awesome. Like I feel like a lot of uh, the student uh, packages are getting like really because I feel like these companies realize. I mean, maybe like obviously there's like business. There's 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 a business side to it that they're leveraging, but I feel like to some extent they realize that the student is important and if you get a student in at the point when they're learning these technologies then like when they're capable yeah, of like they, affording yeah, it, yeah, it's they, very easy yeah. because they understand it's, it's, right. it's pretty much the same business model as freemium yeah free trials and that yeah, kind of thing free trials you enjoy yeah. the product and you basically get yeah. like I, I really don't care what version control system you use I just prefer that people actually use some level of version control yeah, yeah. It, it, it sort of avoids the, the, the scenario that I before jumping into version control mm-hmm. Imagine, you know, you have, you're working on this final year project and then you have like final version one, yeah, final version two, final version. the name then you forget, <laughs> then yeah. you forget, you, that day you forgot to save in your usual saving pattern, you save something else and then just be like, yo, which one is it? <laughs> it's, 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 it's crazy, it's crazy. Uh, so yeah, like uh, just a disclaimer, I'm uh, an organizer for GDG. GDG Lusaka. So, yeah, we got Google and Facebook in the same room. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, but like, yeah. So, uh, Google actually has, like, I feel like all the cloud services, or at least the three, have student packages. But then Google also has uh, a kind of a freemium uh, type thing. So, what they do is uh, there's a 12 month. Uh, like if you're a new uh, Google Cloud user, when you sign up, uh, they give you $300 of credit, which you can use uh, for like Google services for 12 months. But then there is also like an always free tier where they kind of like, you know, they have some services that you can't access. And uh, it's actually a pretty extensive list, but uh, I don't know, we will probably tweet about it uh, yeah. just as we're sharing those resources. But like, yeah, like, uh, Google has uh, 
like certain tiers that uh, like most most I think even Amazon has yeah. this. Yeah, it has certain tiers, but like the one that really catches my eye is the one that lets you use like three hundred dollars of credit for twelve months. Initially, it was sixty days. That is that is actually pretty big because uh, think about it like as a startup. Yeah, because yeah. uh, I, I was thinking about uh, adopting some of uh, Google technology for some cloud yeah. services I was going into, and uh, I looked at the number of transactions that you're allowed to, and mm-hmm. I think three hundred dollars is actually something pretty good for. Yeah, yeah. it's very good. Especially yeah. if you're going to do a month of testing. Yeah, one month. Testing. It's it's a really it's a really cool way for 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 a, a, a small startup to get to a point where. You know, they they, they they use the technology enough that they still like it, yeah. yeah, see if they like it and you could even like honestly you could get to a point where you're starting to gain revenue and twelve months in you're probably making enough money to pay to for pay the for the service. Now. Yeah. So um not just startups, uh, uh, even just students across Unza. Yeah. I mean like one of the issues that I faced as a student was okay, um we are similar, we're using a local server that's mm-hmm. a laptop mm-hmm. and um, you have an application that your supervisor has told you to, to deploy on mm-hmm. your mobile phone because they don't trust um, virtual machines. Yeah, they don't trust, uh, what are they called? Uh, yeah, when you're running yeah, those like, yeah, the, like the virtual, like I forget what it's virtual called. Virtual Androids. Emulators. Emulators, yeah. yes. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a whole thing. Because like, I, I remember, like, yeah, I was working on a project in school as well where, like, they, 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 they basically made it a point that, okay, sure, you can use an emulator if you have to, but we you want to see yeah. it on the phone. Mm-hmm. And I'm using an iPhone. Yeah. So. No, no. <laughs> struggle man the struggle <laughs> so like um we 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 kind of talked about different technologies mm-hmm. from big companies um outside our borders um do we have any companies that are doing any kind of um cloud hosting that's av- where well, it may be available for developers or not but uh, as a country like are we heading that direction how's the future like do you guys have any idea yeah um first company that i'll be mentioning is um Zambia National Data Center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for those that may do not know, uh, this was a project by, I think, the government? Yeah, it's the government, yeah. Yeah, to sort of like have this um, this infrastructure where all data can be stored. Um, so it's, um, it's not just limited to government mm-hmm. uh, computing services, it's also like if you need to host your your own um, application, application. Yeah. so like even me, Jim and Jack can go host my application. Yeah, I, I think they have got rates for, for... Who's Jim? Yeah. And who's Jack? <laughs> well, I know Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I <laughs> couldn't Just help myself. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's very interesting because uh, I feel like... Um, you know how we talk about things being on the internet and mm-hmm. how servers have to be as close to you as possible? Mm-hmm. This is why we have CDNs, uh, Cloud Delivery Network, mm-hmm. yeah. so we can bring content closer to the user. Yeah. This is why we use machine learning to kind of 
figure out what what kind of content would popular in a particular region, which is what YouTube does, by the way. Yeah, like actually, like Google, most of Google services are trying to yeah, yeah trying yeah. to use uh, like their, their 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 machine learning algorithms to basically say, okay, we know, okay, like at a at a really small scale, say. Um, an artist is popular in Zambia. They they use machine learning to yeah. Yeah. We're going to cut this part out. Homeboy was about to take Chris. <laughs> We're not talking about CDNs. We're going you talking about how the okay, we'll start it again. <laughs> so um talking about how CDNs are supposed to bring content closer to us. Don't you think if more Zambians hosted more applications on a local data center, we kind of improve content delivery to the immediate user? Yes, certainly. Um, one of the frustrating things that I've had to encounter was like, I'm not a gamer. So there was a, I tried playing Fortnite and I, I was at, at work, I was alone and I, had the, I believe I had the best internet. I couldn't play it. You really, it's good you say you believe you have the best internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's, it's that I think, like, yeah, in terms of gaming, that would drastically improve uh, how, like, the biggest, the bane to a gamer uh, or an online gamer is the ping, right? Mm-hmm. And the greatest overhead to ping is the fact that you're co- communicating with a server in, 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 in Europe or even as close as South Africa. Could you imagine if, like, they brought servers to Zambia? I mean, yeah, I mean, like, oh, uh, Zimbabwe is closer. So, Zimbabwe yeah. is closer, but like, like the, the point I'm making is, the closer the servers are, the faster, the faster. The, not only like, for example, like a lot of Zambian websites are actually hosting on external yeah, dot coms, yeah, yeah dot com. So you, you do you think just the question? Do you think like Network administrator, oh, sorry, system administrators mm-hmm. or people that are res- are responsible for such decisions are actually like ha- have that in mind when they're doing going about choosing which hosting no. service. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're going somewhere with that. No, uh, look, this is the issue. Like as long as you put a website, it's up and running, mm-hmm. you are fine. Yeah, like that's the general notion. Yeah. But yeah. people forget. Like there's very um, content um, heavy, content heavy from a digital perspective, from a media perspective, mm-hmm. uh, websites that we have in the country right now, even our e-commerce sites, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they're serving local local content like locals products or whatever, but are hosting on .com and this is ever changing content. Like there's only there's only so much CDNs can do. Like yeah. you can cache your resources, but if it's ever changing. You know, there's, there's two that laps. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the user overhead, experience. Yeah, the overhead catches up with you. And I feel like people don't take that into consideration too much. But I don't blame them sometimes because even our hosting services, maybe that's local that, hosting service that yeah. can offer .zero domains. I don't know if mm-hmm. they are as good and efficient. Yeah. Just and then, another question mm-hmm. that I just trying, just want to throw out. Mm-hmm. Um, like we we've, we've talked about like cloud services and everything. Yeah. Um. Do you think, like, do you think we have enough, like, in terms of human resource people that are quite good at 
So it's an ecosystem. Yeah, it is. is. We yes. need to drive demand so these providers can exactly provide. Yeah. So you're the developers, you need to develop more and host on our local services as much as you can. Yeah. Okay, guys, to kind of wrap this up, uh, we've, we've talked about a lot of things. And uh, yeah, we talked about a lot I tried, of things. I just tried Net1 and their site is now. Down? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, well, uh, it's, 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 there's an error. Uh, requested URL cannot be retrieved. <laughs> well, we hope by the time uh, Net1 uh, hears this, that it'll be fixed. Up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your website is down. Yeah, 99% of the time. 99% <laughs> of the time, right? Yeah. <laughs> We're in that 1%. Okay. So, wait, before I like, run this up, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but if I'm going to trust you with my data and to replicate and your website is down, like, what, what assurance is it that I'll, my data is safe? Like, and like anyway, like, I guess it's just a, a website issue and not yeah. like the services themselves, because I think they should have a pretty good. Um, yeah. space there well yeah I, I guess like in terms of the local space they're 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 up there but like this is what we're talking about like yeah. this is this is an issue that people who go on like external sites you know i don't want like i don't want to like you know throw shade but like things like this are part of the reason why people would rather be on an external site because if you go on an external site, you won't have issues. You like won't have issues. Well, but, at but, least not uh, as regular. But, but, but to just, you know, we're not talking about that one directly. Like, we don't yeah. know. So, yeah. Yeah. So, just a disclaimer. Just yeah. in case people come at us, you know. Don't add. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, guys, this has been episode three of CodeCast. We've been discussing the cloud, the cloud infrastructure. Uh, what resources are available for developers for free? And what kind of stuff you could jump on? We've talked about local companies, albeit just two, that are getting into the cloud space yeah. and uh, bringing the cloud closer to home, which is within the boundaries of our great mother nation. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we're hoping to see more people that are going to come and uh, uh, do more than what's happening right now. Yep. Give developers space freely. Uh, that they can then jump on because I know you can host stuff on the National Data Center, but I think that right now the process is a bit too long. Mm -hmm. uh, fill in a form or whatever, I don't know, but it's, it's a, a bit, bit too long. Yeah, yeah. It, need, it needs to be, it needs to be streamlined yeah. and cloud. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Like yeah. fill in a form is a bit too yeah. crazy. Yeah, like, I mean we're going into cloud what space. If it's fill in a form on. But it's not. I know that for sure. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I hope. I hope by the time this goes out, that would have changed. But uh, that's that's kind of stuff we we want to see as developers and stuff. I know this episode has been a a, a little little bit more technical than all yeah. the other episodes we've had, and I hope um, our listeners uh, can tweet us if they want to know anything else. Yeah, and we can speak about it online. So on Twitter, that's uh, Codecast ZM. Uh, you can tweet. Uh, Code Agora as well. Yeah. Uh, you can tweet at Mbuyu underscore. At Mbuyu. And you can tweet Elas' handle though. <laughs> I can't even remember. J O R underscore E L I 360. Wow. At me. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and you can tweet at Sour uh, That's Sour Bones. And we can start the conversation about cloud services and yeah. we can answer all your questions and yeah, feel free to DM us or whatever. It's an open space. Mm -hmm. Any other last words, guys? Before um, we sign off officially? 
Yeah, since we're talking cloud services. So um, I work at Bonga and we have a partnership with Amazon. So if you have a business idea and um, you come to, to Bongo Hive, you have access to two years of free... I should really charge you for advertising. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Shh, we're, shh, we're talking cloud free. services. So you get to use uh, Amazon uh, web services for yeah. two years for free. That's a good mm -hmm. deal. Yeah. That's yeah. a really, really, really good deal. And we encourage everybody to uh, come through to Bongo Hive and uh, take a look at uh, cloud services in much more detail. Mm -hmm. This is really good for up and coming developers, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, 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 it's brilliant, yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess I should also mention that uh, there'll be a Docker workshop soon that'll kind of get into how to use software containers uh, to deploy applications online. Uh, that Agora Code community will be hosting, so we'll furnish more details. It was supposed to be a couple of weeks ago, but we had to postpone, so we'll be sending out more information about that soon. Uh, Code Agora on Twitter. Uh, Facebook, that's uh, Agoracool community, and our website is agoracool.community, and uh, Instagram, Code Agora. I know you really want to be on radio with us. And if any radio <laughs> DJs are listening, please give this guy a chance, man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't add me. <laughs> All right, guys, it's been real. Uh, I'm, I, was, I was your host. Sorry, I'm still laughing at last. I was your host, Bukuma, uh, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode of Podcast. Podcast. This episode of Podcast was brought to you by Agora Code Community. We're connecting developers one line of code at a time. Visit our website, it's agoracode.community. On Facebook, we're Agora Code Community. We're on Instagram at Code Agora. And we're on Twitter as well at the same handle, which is Code Agora. Tune in next time.